Whether you're on the go with a summer vacation or decide to spend your free time with a staycation, the No-So's got you covered. Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, you know what that means, and Viewer's Choice. Or sit down and nerd out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? It's no holes board. Do you feel it all like when I lean back that I'm like blending into the wall? Lean back. No, your shirt's black and the wall looks like it's a bluish. It is blue. It's just in my little pixel square here, it looks like it it, it reads as the same color. But yes, it, it's a midnight blue. No, I read it differently. Really? Do you read backwards like in Israel? I read it's just uh <laughs> is Israel is it Israel that reads backwards in Hebrew? Yeah, that sounds right. In China, so like you know, like you know, like staging in plays is actually completely different in China than here because of how people read. Do they stage the audience and then the people in the play just sit in chairs on the stage? <laughs> Not quite, <laughs> but it's like you know when you're looking at a stage. Like the the best, the most, um, what's I'm going to call it, um, close position, vulnerable position is like at the front of the stage. And when you're looking at it down to the right, because if you're reading a book, that'd be the last place you would look. And, and, and so like, it's just natural and instinctive thing that like, as you're watching it, you're, you don't realize it, but your brain kind of does. And in China, it's the opposite or Japan or wherever it is. I'm not right. trying to sound ignorant. I just forget where they do that. Look, it's hard to keep track of all these things. It is a lot of things. Is. I'm gonna fade. We have lists to do of wrestling matches that are way more important to us in our lives. Yes, yes, and it's certainly when they involve such incredible athletes, like just the best of the best, the best of the best. Oh uh, well, I mean, if you go by our GWE list, one of these guys is top ten, the other is not. The other is maybe thirty. <laughs> yeah, or number 40. Um, anyway, No Holds Barred, we're here every single Saturday. Three weeks out of the month, we are going through every Dodie world title change ever and ranking them. And we're at the end of the day, we're going to say what are the best to the worst. Yeah. Once a month, we're also building uh, all-time pay-per-view cards. So pretty soon, it'll be the October. Uh, once a month, we're doing that. Also, Aaron, you and I are here three Wednesdays a month with a what if, which is a lot of fun. It could be anything. Yeah, what if, what if we didn't do them? 
I guess that's the one we'll never know. That'll be the end. We'll do that at the end. That'll be the end of the podcast. But those are a lot of fun, and we we like to crowdsource. So listen, if you're watching us on video, those are video exclusive. So you already subscribed probably, but if you haven't, just subscribe now. And you can leave a what if. You can leave a project idea. You can do anything like that. Uh, If you're listening, cool. Thank you for subscribing on our podcast feed. But also, like the YouTube channel, because we have video exclusive content. Like, where else can you see me and Campbell do a tier maker on the Piledriver album? Nowhere. It doesn't exist, right? I mean, maybe. Uh, but did you call it lube tube? Because that's what it sounded like. That's what my browser was open on the other one. Yeah. Oh, shit, close that shit up. Uh, we rank these world title changes in five categories. Uh, match quality, significance, the moment, build, and aftermath. We each give it a score out of 10 in those categories. There's two of us. That gives us a nice round score out of 100. Easy to keep track yeah, of. And the range, to give you some context... The range right now, the number one uh, title change of all time is standing strong with uh, 94 points. And we've done 50 of these as of today. This will be our 51st. The bottom is 16 points. So a lot of uh, variance in there. 51st dates, because that's my memory of all these episodes. <laughs> vanishes after we finish. Um, all right. Tonight, we have a very interesting match ahead. It's from the 914.99 edition of SmackDown. Vince McMahon challenging Triple H for the world title. And if you know the project, you know that means Vince McMahon's about to win this belt yep. from Triple H. <laughs> uh, this is only like the third SmackDown, um, I believe. So yep. uh, if my math is correct. No, before, yeah, third, fourth. Uh, fourth, third or fourth. Fourth, yeah. Um, it's actually it's the early. nine. It was taped 916. Oh, no, it aired 916. It was taped 914. Um, Vince McMahon had been off TV since Fully Loaded. And this is the end of an era. Undertaker lost and Vince had to leave forever. He's back <laughs> two months, months later. later. Um, hey, that's long. That's long for Vince. It is. But this is a cool moment. I remember watching this live, and I remember like really liking this moment. So Triple H is in the ring. and you his spoiled? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I used to read the – so I was in college. This is my sophomore year, and I remember I was rooming with my buddy Adam. And every Tuesday, we'd wake up. I think we had a whatever, 10 a.m., 9 a.m. class, whatever it was. And we'd lay in bed, not together. Was that your lesbian dance theory uh, class? No, that was junior year. Okay. Um, So we're laying in our own beds across the room. He's on his side. I'm in mine. And uh, he'd wake up. And first thing Tuesday morning, he would pull up the spec or Wednesday morning, I guess, whatever. Uh, He would pull up the spoilers and he'd be like, okay, here's what happened. And we'd lay there. He'd read the spoilers. We'd talk about them a little bit. And then we'd start our day. So, yeah, I was always in tune with the SmackDown spoilers. But we still watched it. Like, this is the era you're watching everything. That was all po- post-coitus, though, right? Well, we were more of a night couple. Okay, okay. Makes so sense. this is, the, again, the 916 SmackDown. Yep. Uh, Vince is coming out because he wants to show up because Triple H had been making threats. He's feeling his arrogance. You know, he's feeling cock of the walk, peacock of the walk. Um, him and Shane are kind of running the show. And Triple H had been really baiting Linda and talking shit on Linda. Yeah, so I don't want Linda on TV. So Vince had had enough. Uh, and that's where we're going to pick this up. Triple H is in the ring. He's talking yep. shit. And we're going to pick this up with Vince about to really come storming out. 116.39 on Peacock. 116.34 on uh, fucking uh, Rebel, Rebel <laughs> Network. There you go. All right. Let's go in three, two, one, play. So Sorry. I remember reading this spoiler and being like, oh, come on now. <laughs> like, come it did on. seem ridiculous. It did seem ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm just shocked that you like, so I never got SmackDown wasn't playing here when this mm-hmm. happened. So I'd always look at the spoilers, 
but you if i at this period i don't think i would have looked at the spoilers i think i would no. have tried to watch it like we watched it anyway though so like right. we're always exciting and live and it didn't matter because it was good it was like we didn't care i mean we were like it was just the two of us freshman year i was a little less because i was trying to like be cool right early on so like i didn't yeah. see a lot of the raw sometimes but this year it was me and adam in that room, like like just the two of us as roommates, and we were both diehard. So no shirts. We, we watched, yeah, of course not. We watched Why Junior shirt. We watched every Raw and every SmackDown. Yeah. Played No Mercy. We played WrestleMania two. That like that's all we did was like this shit, yeah. right? And ECW the video game came out that year. We played that. Um. So yeah, I was watching all this and late '99 to early 2000. We we started doing a comp tape. So anytime something cool was about to happen, we'd have a tape in ready to go. Oh. Neat. And we had a pause. We just hit record. So I have like a couple of tapes that are just. The best of oh, the, the best, best yeah. during that run. Um, yeah, Vince is, you know his face, Vince, because he's going to tie. He's just got the unbuttoned uh, What's this collar. face he's doing? He's doing he's like badass swagger. Okay, can we can, before we go any further, can we talk about Shane McMahon's pants? They are, they're so big. You can't see them anymore right now, but they're so big. <laughs> that was the style, the big baggy pants. It's I can't. I hate that it's coming back. I hate because you look back at pictures from that era, and it's like, man, the pants were so goddamn baggy. Yeah. And they're back. The baggy jeans are back. I, I enjoyed the tight jean era. Um, it's gone. See, now. I I I feel I always look better in tight jeans, but I hated wearing them. I'm not talking about us, buddy. I'm talking. About... <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, talking about the tight jeans. Um, but I I just wear. I've converted to full on sweatshorts, twenty four seven, pretty much. We're... Were you were a teenager, were overalls a thing for girls? Uh, no, not as much. That had kind of faded, I feel like. Well, we're the same age, and like they were, it was everywhere here. Well, you were behind though in Canada, so it would make sense. That was bigger here, I think, like in oh, the I mid see. 90s, right before I was a teenager, maybe. Okay. Um, we went out a few weeks ago, and uh, one of the friends that uh, was going with us, like, wrote to me, and my wife was like, Oh, what are you guys wearing to this? We were going to a concert, and uh, and like I wrote back, I'm like, I'm either wearing jeans or or my shorts. And she's like, Oh, it's you. You're wearing your sweatshorts or whatever. And I'm because that's all I wear now. So I wore jeans out of spite. And I walk in with the fucking jeans on. And she's like, You wore those? I said that. I'm like, Yes, I was gonna wear shorts, but spite. you called me out, and I wore spite jeans that night. Spite's a powerful motivator. Yeah. Oh, Vince just jumped him from behind and is pounding his ass. Shane ringing the bell. Yeah. P- Vince's punches are terrible. I think that's the word I would use to describe them. I know it made sense for Vince to be in a suit because this is impromptu, but yeah, it just makes it look even more like, I feel like he could have just had like dressed up for a fight. You know what I mean? Like I'm here to, for a fight. I have a feeling or, a fight's going to go down or wear the, the, the black sleeveless tee under the dress shirt and be right, taking and it, off. it off. Yeah. Do the slacks and you know, right. The, the bronze shirt. <laughs> it's just, I feel like if I was touch. watching this live. So if, if you didn't know it was spoiled, and what if you're watching both live? What's a bigger threat to the title? Is it here or is it when he uh, challenged Austin in uh, April of or yeah? Oh, March. it's Austin. I mean this yeah. this feels like because as a heel he feels like he's got infinite yeah. powers. As a face he just feels like a crazy old man, an old man, um, and that's why he feels at Armageddon too. Like just a dad trying to defend his daughter and like in way over his head. Yeah, like this with this hulking wrestler. Yeah. So I might be misremembering. Maybe the you son of a bitch thing was because he comes back again because he leaves after Armageddon when he loses there. Right. And he comes back again in March. And that might be you son of a bitch because I think it's when Stephanie slaps Linda and he comes oh, out and yells. 
And then he ends up turning heel anyway at Mania, but he doesn't tell Steph call Stephanie a son of a bitch, does he? Because that defeats the whole purpose. No, of it's Triple H. He comes. He's like, you son of a bitch. I think it might be that. I thought it was here, but I don't know. I always love the Vince McMahon cell where he gets punched in the head and he just, just kind of collapses. <laughs> yes. He crumples straight down. <laughs> I know because that's how you fall if you punch in the head. Right. Like, he's not taking any flat back bumps. He's just like, you know what, pal? That's how people fall. So they were really working hard to make SmackDown eventful. A thing. I mean, we had Triple H, Sean, Week One. We got this, and then we're not far off from the DX reunion, which I think part of that happens on SmackDown. And what's happening here too in this match? It's like it's so surprising that it's like, oh, I've got to tune in, right? Right? Like, I'm sure that played into this decision. We also have the dog poop uh, coming soon. Oh, we're good. rock, rock bottoms, uh, bulldog, and the dog poop. Uh, the sliding rock bottom in the in the in the dress shoes that's around here, and I believe a lot of the Al Snow Big Boss Man stuff went down oh. on SmackDown. <laughs> that's gonna be a show. Do you think uh, China stiffed Vince the way she stiffed Chris Jericho in the matches? Oh, for sure. Great low blow by Vince. Big pop for that. Yeah. Those pants on Shane, I, <laughs> they're comical. They're mod robs or whatever. Like they're tight at the top. Bell that was the style. I mean, that was the wind pants at the time, though. That was the style at the time. I don't love that Shane is wearing a WWF attitude shirt. I always, when I bought wrestling figures in this era, I always was mad when they had a WWF shirt. Yeah. Like, Get that yeah. shit off. <laughs> Give me the Jared. Don't make me mad. Yeah. Don't make me mad. <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was God. Dog there. Vince was like, I think he was trying to do something. Triple H hit him and he just again crumbled down. Yeah, it's, it's almost like Vince has no business working a professional match at this point. But then it's funny because the next time we see – the first time we saw him wrestle with Austin, I it's think awesome. he's legitimately great. <laughs> Does he not wrestle again until Shane at 17? Well, he fights – Oh, no, King of the Ring 2000, he fights. Yeah, but it, but it's not a singles match, right? So he can hide him a bit more. Like, right. I, like Vince's selling of pain is among my favorite things of wrestling. Ah. The face, the – ah, the scream. Like – Like straight mauling. As much as I think he's an awful person, I'll always, I'll always respect that he goes out there and lets people kick the shit out of him. Right. And doesn't do anything. Like he's like the anti Triple H when it comes to like, all right, well I got to put him over. <laughs> you know. Like, well, I think it's like, it's almost. I, I think it's one of things where he genuinely believes what he's doing is the like the fans really want to see like. It shines through in that in that McMahon DVD when he talks about the Stephanie feud, mm. where he's like, "Well, we had to do it for the fans. They wanted to like, and I think he believes it the that the fans wanted to, to see it, that he they wanted to see Vince versus Stephanie, despite it being her wedding. Like, I think like, I don't want to see a man beating his daughter with a pipe on TV. Sorry, as misdirected as it is, I think he genuinely believes like this is all because the fans want to see it. Does he believe at this point the fans want WWF champion Vince McMahon? Just take that fucking shirt off. Like he's jacked. It's so wet. It's soaked. It's going to be, it's going to feel so gross. Yeah. Between the sweat and whatever got poured on him. Also, Vince's hair here is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I, I hate when they shaved his head and it never grew back right. Yeah. It never came back. Do you think he would have gone through with that if he knew it was never going to be the same? I don't think so. Even with that gate with Trump, like you think he still doesn't do it? I, I mean, know. it's like the most successful mania ever to that point, <laughs> like because of yeah. It. But but he didn't know that, right? I guess yeah. Fuck, yeah imagine, never goes back to shave Trump's head. Yeah, no like, chance that was happening. 
They found the one guy more vain than Vince. <laughs> but it's like exponentially more vain, which is crazy when right. you think about it. I mean, they're both mega, megalomaniacal, whatever the word is. But um, Trump's just more successful. <laughs> well, sure. But I think Vince, for all his awful, demented faults, at the end of the day, can be the butt of the joke and take the and, and not be yeah. the, the guy that goes over. Whereas Trump is more like a Triple H oh. where he can never look weak ever. That's it. That's why he's pushing prime ministers array and like yeah, he's like what he can't ever not look like the guy. I do like this moment where I actually don't remember this, but I really like it that like Triple H fucking destroys Vince with the chair, and as a consequence, Shane turns on Triple H, right? Punching him. Yeah, because I mean Shane was kind of he would go face soon here now with this, but also with the Mean Street Posse when they start being lecherous to, to Stephanie more and more. Um, he starts defending her and siding with Test. Right. But yeah, they become pals. Yeah, here we go. Vince bleeding. Oh, of course, Vince is bleeding. I mean, so again, though, it feels like they're just gimmicking up as much as they can for Triple H. Like, all right, we're gonna turn all the McMahon faces against him. Now he's gonna take out all the, the whole family, right? Until but again, he joins them. But again, the the alignment is off because right. Vince is. I, I think Vince is an okay face, but he's much better as a heel. And yeah. Triple H although he's good, I like him in this little run here. I think he's actually pretty yes. good as a face. I would go Armageddon. But I actually think he's kind of limited in terms of what he does out there. Yeah, but I don't dominant. mind him as like the he's protecting Ugh. his family, Vince, and he was he was yeah. good at it in early '99 too until they do the higher power. Yeah, uh, the Stooges coming out and getting <laughs> trying to fight and Pat, poor Pat Patterson in those. Were those the type of shorts you're going to wear to the concert? <laughs> no, no, it's sweat shorts. All sweat shorts. Oh, okay. Oh, now Linda's there. We're going to get some acting from Linda. So like China's a badass heel again, but we're like a week away from her. Fighting she fights, Jared? Uh, no, she doesn't fight Jericho. I forgive me. She fights Jared, Jared right? Jared, yeah. That's what I said, yeah. 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 And she's like a pure face in that feud. What is she reaching for Vince for? What does she think she's going to do? Like pull him out of the ring? I guess. Made us cover him. How quick is she fired if China fucking pile drives her right now? <laughs> <laughs> fucking paralyzes Linda McMahon. Oh, this oh, is Vince get a lot of trouble. The blood is so good on Vince. I do like this Triple H stuff. Where he's wiping Vince's blood on him. This has been of... way better than I thought. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it's been it's it's almost a forgotten. Like I always thought it was like a banana peel slip two minute thing. Where, like if Vince rolls him up, but I didn't. You almost forget it's like it's yeah. kind of a forgotten little classic Vince match in here. It's <laughs> here comes Austin, Austin to Austin, fucking yeah. ruin another title match. <laughs> Had he been off since SummerSlam? Uh, I, I don't know. Because all the stuff with the snake, that's later, right? Where the snake bites Triple H. I think that's leading up to the mercy. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Austin is going wild, though. They kind of recreate the Jake Warrior stuff. Like, Triple H has, goes into oh. this room and there's like a snake in there. So, uh, Austin hits the stunner on China. And whenever that happened on Raw, TSN would cut away. <laughs> Every, anything. Anything remotely women. But but a stunner on China, she's a wrestler. <laughs> like. Okay, so Austin pulls. So Vince no Jarrett segments must have aired during this era. Era. Yeah, they always cut away. It was always yeah. a cutaway to a wide. Don't make show. me mad. And there it is. Vince McMahon is the WWF champion. Austin's middle fingering him as the three count is happening. <laughs> it was a good moment. I know when you look at it on the spoilers, you're probably oh god, Vince, like you said. But I don't. They do it well. It. Do you do you think it's more egregious that he forfeits it? So he's like one of no. the like the only guy in history that like didn't lose the belt back. No, because I think I don't think he really earns it. 
Like, it's not like he beats, he doesn't beat Triple H. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's why it doesn't bother. Like, if he had beaten Triple H clean, right. even if he'd, like, hit him in the balls and rolled him up, I'd probably feel more that way. But, like... Well, it's kind of like Andre, I guess, at main event. It's like, he forfeits it, but he didn't really win it anyway. It was like a screw job, you know? So, it's yeah. like... Fucking Joe Briscoe's going ballistic doing this. I mean, they do get the one moment in our Raw where Vince opens the coat and he's wearing the title. That's like a memorable. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's yeah. it's one of those things you couldn't like you imagine as a kid, like watching I know. superstars in the afternoon on Saturday, 1989, and th- that guy is the champion. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Match quality. Um, I'm gonna go six. Yeah. I mean, too, because it's a to me, it's three. It's a three star match, yeah, right? Like even a tick better. But if we did halves, I'd maybe be at a six and a half. I'd, I'll say that. I wouldn't yeah, like I don't a think three, I could two, go up five. to seven. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was way better than I remember. Like it's so funny because for me, as I'm getting older, what I realize, and I guess maybe the more stuff I watch too, is that if the if the if the match tells a good story, mm-hmm. even if the action isn't good, I'm way more likely to rate it like three right. or higher because yeah. Like, there's no real action. It's just Triple H beating the shit out of him. But that's what's But it's engaging. It's engrossing. It's, yeah. Yeah. And he's he's not taking the win. He's cutting him up. You know, there's a lot of positive there. Significance, I'll go four. I mean, and it's all on the back of Vince McMahon, world champion. I mean, I guess Triple H gets screwed, but he wins it back. Um, but you get the moment with Linda. Shane turns face. So, like, you kind of reunite the McMahons to set them up against um, Triple H. So, I mean, four feels okay. And at least for the moment of Vince with the belt. I'm going to go four also. And as for the moment, I'm going to go six. I'm going to match the match quality because... I'm going seven. Seven! It's kind of cool. It's like the bloody Vince, Linda, and Shane, and Patterson, and Briscoe, and Austin coming out. Like, it's kind of forgotten. Really cool moment. Yeah, it is. Like... I think I think I'm at six because I, I don't feel comfortable going higher. When I look back at what other sixes I have, like Shawn Michaels and Brett, that uh, from WrestleMania 12. That's a six. So, I'm going. So, yeah, I, All right, stop before we, we talk myself down. All right, build. Um, I'm going to go two here. Like I don't think there's much. Um, you know, you get like a couple weeks of Triple H. I think shit talking linda and, and pisses vince off and he comes back i guess you can kind of factor in the end of an era if anything that might hurt it there's really no hype to shane turning per se so yeah. i'd say probably two i think two is fair and I, I think i think it's i think all the build is basically on this show right right like and while it's probably very good it just it's yeah. not more than that um aftermath i'm gonna go one um, you just get Vince with the title. He forfeits it, and then at least to the six pack, which was going to happen anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it was going to happen, wasn't it? I thought so. Yeah, they announced it earlier. Yeah, Triple H was defending. Yeah, I guess. If, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to go one. Also, I mean, we're we're really just like it's really just for that open him opening the coat. Right. I love uh, reading the CRZ recaps of this era. He did like all these SmackDowns, and this is some of the first reviews I read online. And he always said Triple H's uh, music was the. It sounded like the Dead Seagulls were coming out in the beginning. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a total of thirty-nine. Which so that's going to tie up... us with a few yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we need to fix our list actually, because if our tiebreaker is significance, what's happening right here is not right. Okay. Uh, eight. I thought it was significance. It is. That's but but it's not right. So I'm gonna fix it. So, okay. um, 
Hold on. How do I fix this now? This you gotta move. Uh, Hogan. You gotta move Savage and Flair down, and then put there Hogan Yoko above it. Uh, no, Hogan Yoko's thirty. Oh, it's a thirty-eight. Okay. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But we can make that work. Okay. So then, now we've done fifty-one, and so it's tied with Pedro Morales and Ivan Koloff. And uh, Ric Flair, Randy Savage for primetime wrestling. It doesn't beat Morales and Koloff in terms of importance, but it does uh, finish ahead of Savage Flair. So that lands it out of 51 so far uh, at number 39. Okay. I mean, I think going in, you would have thought maybe bottom five or something, but. No, yeah. Yeah. I think it, this one was really kind of saved by that match. The moment. Being way and, better and the moment. Than... And the moment was so yeah. cool. That's it. But, but yeah. It, yeah, like, I mean, you, you could you could probably if you're going into this you're probably thinking the match is probably around a one or a two yeah yeah right? easy yeah so like that gained like 10 points just there and you might be thinking too like the moment is kind of eye rolling you know yeah but it wasn't but no they do uh, it well so yeah all right do you want to go over our top 10 quick yeah let's do it uh surprising finish there but a uh, fun one nonetheless all right so number 10 uh no, no changes since last time so if you're an avid uh watcher listener you're going over the same stuff but eh, it is what it is number 10 the rock defeating mankind from the survivor series 1998 71 points just above that rick flair versus randy savage wrestlemania 8 with 72 points tied at 72 points uh but uh beating it on significance is mankind defeating the rock january 4th uh butts in the seats uh just above that seventh at 73 points austin versus rock at wrestlemania 15 75 andre the giant that we talked about earlier defeating hulk hogan from the main event uh hulk hogan versus iron sheik at 76 points from january of 84 number four rick flair wins the royal rumble in 1992 78 big jump to number three bret hart defeats the undertaker at SummerSlam 97 with 90 points 93 points is steve austin defeating Shawn michaels wrestlemania 14 uh, in our number one match, total title change of all time, Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart, Survivor Series 97, Montreal, 94 points. We'll see if that can be derailed in any way. But as of now, it's it's our king. That's so, the thing with these Triple H title changes. Like It's like, I feel his best matches are like his defenses. Right. He oh, doesn't sure. lose the yeah. belt. No, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we're going to stay right in this week uh, <laughs> because we have... Unforgiven 99 coming up. Well, it's 10 days later. Um, and that'll be the next one we'll cover next Saturday. will be the yeah. six-pack challenge where Triple H is trying to regain his title. And then uh, we'll move on from there. We're almost at 99. We've been at 99 for a while. Uh, there's a lot of title changes in 99. But uh, we only got two more to go. Wow. We'll be into 2000. So, All right. Be sure to check out everything we have to offer North South Connection. Subscribe to us on YouTube as well as LubeTube and on any podcast application. Follow us on social media as well. You'll never miss a thing. Get a self connection. So then the dude can drop stuff. Bye, Jackass. No chance. No chance at all.